Welcome back to another episode of the Verse That Changed My Life podcast. On this episode, we'll have Sister Nita Tolbert explaining what ministry through music is to her and how her beginning came. On this episode, we will also hear her story on how she came from a different side of things to where she is now. So without further ado, let's jump right in. All right. All right. We are live on the show. All right. So I got Miss Netta Tolbert with me today. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> we, got, we got all the kinks worked out. All right. So just just explain to me a little bit about yourself. Okay. All right. You know, where, let's, let's start where it all started, you where know, when, started. when you were as a kid. Okay, perfect. This is this is crazy because it's still crazy to me. It blows my mind. The church that I grew up in was born into, like when I say born into a newborn baby, you know, going to church or whatever, um, was Unity Baptist Church, which was where Woodlawn first started. Okay. On Mason. On Mason Street. On Mason Street. Okay. So that, like when... I, I forget which service, but there was a service that always happens here. Um, and yeah, like the heritage yeah, service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they started to tell that story, and I literally was like, my jaw dropped because of how God orchestrates it's your like life. You, you was going to church in the building that you never knew you would I'm attend. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. So he brought me full circle. And so I started in that church um, for a long time. I was nine years old. When I started to go to uh, the church that um, I came to Woodlawn from, yeah. um, and so, you know, being brought up, um, understanding the word, um, when um, when I got saved, I was there at that church. Uh, when I started to uh, sing um, and just kind of um, embrace ministry, I was at that yeah. church. So everything I know, well, knew then about God, and. The Holy Spirit and everything I learned at that church, and I tell people that all the time. Um, so yeah, um, you know that's that's kind of uh, you know my beginnings, roots, if you will. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, so what about what did did now? Did you lead worship there? I did. I did. I did. For the first few years, I was young, so yeah. I really I, I came up under a worship leader. Um, she's a relative of mine. Just powerful in worship and I learned how to worship. I remember Brother Court Chavis preached a message about the Smiths and I immediately thought of her. And you know, just thinking about all the things I've learned over the years, oh my goodness, uh, yeah. volumes and volumes of what worship is and ministry and, and everything. Yeah. But I, you know, I, I remember a little conversation we had about yeah. you only learn the Smith from a Smith. That's right. That's you know? right. Yes. And so, you know, just and, and like I said, back then, I just liked to sing, you know, and I just wanted to be a part of what God was doing. Yeah. It was so fresh. It was so great. It was so new. Um, this, this life now that I was living, I just, I just wanted all of God. That was it. So that was the first place that I felt like, okay, you know, I can kind of hold a tune. I remember singing when I was little, so I'm going to start there, you know. And so God just kind of cultivated me through music, through worship, yeah. and I'm so glad he did. Oh, yeah. Because it's like... You know, I think our, our place is to acknowledge and understand who God is, you know, in worship. He would have never stopped in Samaria, Samaria uh -huh. if it wasn't needful that he would teach her how to worship. Yep. Even before, you know, as he's going into his ministry, 
that was that was a start. A lot of you know, I'm not a theologian, so yeah. like this is when he was like, okay, you know, and so he said, I must need to go through Samaria. Yep. And there it was. So I just he he had to go there and, and break down some traditions and some walls and to let her know, you know, this is how I wanted to be established. So yeah. I'm thankful that he brought me that way, and then you know, so. Oh yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna skip to our second our second question uh-huh. first, and then we'll. We'll jump to the first one. Okay. When did you actively get involved in music ministry? Okay. Um, like I said, again, uh, at my old church before this, uh, I was very active in music ministry. Okay. And that looked different than, than now yeah. here at Woodlawn. Totally different. Um, I led, you know, worship, especially during the last part of being there. Um, I was every Sunday, every Sunday, just leading worship. Um, and and it was it was good it was good but you know God had other plans and I will say that from that music ministry and and that look of what it was to now I mean you know wow it it really like when I say I've grown leaps and bounds the things that I've experienced and been you know. Um, because when I got here, I, I didn't I didn't think music was gonna be the thing. I, I told God I was like, listen, unravel everything that I think I know, even that even includes ministry. Yeah. I don't have to do music. I don't have to sing. I don't have to do any of that. You can put me anywhere. Yeah. I just want you to establish something in me that I didn't have before. Yes. And so as he was doing that, giving me that truth of who he was, then he said, okay, now I can show you music, worship. Yeah. In a, on a different set of lands. I think it's amazing that God will show us. He'll He'll put us in an uncomfortable place of mm-hmm. comfortable. Oh, my goodness. That is good. That is good. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah. He'll take us to somewhere <clears throat> that we're so uncomfortable mm-hmm. that, but it's, or I, I don't know if I should word that as yeah. the uncomfortable yeah. of familiarity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. he'll he'll show you things that you never thought that was involved I'm, in that I'm, particular. I am telling you, because um, it's like I went from being, you know, just and and this is an analogy people have heard, you know, a little fish in like just a little bitty, you know, goal, you know, bowl, into this big, you know, ocean of possibilities and and just all the things, you know, yeah. and. I mean, when I tell you just learning, you know, from an aspect of knowing not just how to worship, but the excellence of it and, and what all that involves yes. and having a brand new respect for um, what leadership does and just, you know. Yeah. And I almost feel like there are times when I almost feel unworthy because it's just it's one of those things where, you know, you, you jump out there and I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing, but God knows the way that we take, mm-hmm. you know? And so I had to trust that if you brought me here, you have prepared every way possible mm-hmm. for whatever ministry looks like. That's like whenever Peter was sitting on the boat, you mm-hmm. know, and God said, come. Yes. You know? He yeah. knew every step on the water, Absolutely. where exactly he would step. Absolutely. He knew where he would fall. He knew how far he would make it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think so. I mean, you know, God, He's He's standing there, willing to see how far we will come. That's yes, absolutely, absolutely. You know, to, yeah. 
to you know how serious are you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and I was I was serious. I'm telling you how serious I was. I grew up in the church that I came from, and you just got to think I'm you know thirty something years old, yeah. late thirties, and you know at a place where I said, okay, this is where I'll be forever, and then all of a sudden, literally uprooted, yeah, and replanted. In, in some amazing, some good ground. God you know? had the plow sitting in a different <laughs> he field. He did. He did. Yep. He did. And I'm just, it, it, it still blows my mind because, like, when I tell you my expectation, and that's why we have to be really careful. Expect, expectation can be good. It really can. But if you allow yourself to have your own expectation of what it, you will hinder yourself you know, yeah. and what if I would have said no? What if I would have turned around and said, nah, I'll stay? You know, and I'm just saying, I'm not saying that, you know, God yeah. wouldn't do it, you know, but I mean. Most just, people, you know, most people ride by and see a plow sitting in the field, you mm-hmm. know. Most people see a plow sitting in the field. God sees a, a garden. There you go. There you go. Absolutely. He, he already knows. He yeah. sees way farther than us. Yeah. So my, like you said, you know, the being uncomfortable yeah. that was that was a small thing to yeah. God he's like uncomfortable okay you're right yeah you go yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. it's like don't don't talk about uncomfortable no. with me. Uh, that, oh yeah. my goodness you are absolutely right yeah oh uh, so let me let me ask you this did mm-hmm. you ever feel called to a different ministry of, of any sort you know I did not. Okay, all right. There are times when I felt like God would use me prophetically. Yeah. There are times that, you know. Um, but, you know, when I talk about, um, you know, different ministries and different things like that, especially, you know, I, I try to be really careful. And I just learned this recently. I think I heard Pastor preach about, you know, um, ministry isn't always in the pulpit, you know. And sometimes we have to be careful about putting labels on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you always feel like you have to have an answer, you know, for what it is. What do you, it's this. When, you know, we don't, we just have to be available. We just have to, you know, and, and we have to just uh, study to show ourselves approved, you yeah. know. We just have to stay ready to, to be in the place of, of faith, of trusting God, you know. Yeah. And so... Um, as far as like a ministry, you know, if it's a children's ministry or anything like that, I've really never seen myself anywhere else except in music, to yeah. be honest, in hindsight. Oh, yeah, now, yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. So what about, uh, what about any ever transitions in your life? Was there ever any transitions like whenever you, tra- let's just say, uh, and I, we're going to get to the woodlawn part, mm-hmm. but, uh. Let's just say from like teenage to adulthood, yeah. you know, what, you know, you said you never really felt the call to a different ministry. Right. Well, what about transitions in music ministry? Did you feel a change in, okay. you know, how your style or, you know, anything like that? Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, when you don't have um, anything to kind of compare yourself with. Because, you know, where I come from, it's just all the same sound. Whereas now, there's so many different sounds, so many different um, 
you know, uh, styles, if you will. Yeah. And so, you know, and not not comparison in regard to saying better or worse or anything oh, like that. Yeah. What I mean is that, um, you know, when you hear one type of sound, it's just easy to just, you know. But now, there's so much around me that, you know, I'm I'm pushed to develop my own style. Yeah. And and you know, I, I may sound different and I may worship different or praise different. You know, and that's and that's awesome and that's great. Yeah. Because I've never had a reason to to you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. It's like um, you know, when all the arrows look the same. Oh yeah. You know That's well, like people try to preach like, oh I yeah, wanna preach like yeah, this person or I yeah, wanna preach like yeah. No, 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 no. You pre- preach like you. Absolutely. So you know. I'm, I'm still honestly learning what Netta, you know, what her gift looks like. Yeah. You know, how is it going to grow? You know, um, you know, what will that look like? You know, but as far as I, I don't like as far as music, I don't really have this desire to. Um, be in like music leadership, like be a music pastor or anything like that. Yeah, I am very, 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 and this is not one of them situations where you know I'm telling God I ain't gonna do it. No, I have <laughs> learned my lesson. <laughs> yeah, but what I'm saying is, is that I feel um, confident to say that I don't see myself leading, like as far as that's concerned. Yeah. You know, I just know that I am content with being a part of the arsenal, if yeah. you will just a weapon of worship or just an instrument of worship alongside of many instruments to do God's will. That's that's just oh, yeah. it. He said make a joyful noise. Make a joyful noise, yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh. So what about uh Let's let's jump into the last one because I know the last one is where the meat is really really gonna be. All right. And so that that is what does ministry look like as of now, and what brought you to Woodlawn? Wow. Okay. All right. So I've told this story before. Um, I was in a rough place at my old church, and not to say that they were the cause, but it's like God just started shaking some things up for me. Yeah. Um, I started looking in the mirror. I started think, you know, I don't know, but there's something. There's, there's something different. There, there's something that, you know, I just want more. And in that pursuit of more, I just remember thinking, what is the truth? Like, this was, a, this was the most scary part of my life in God ever, okay, for me. I'm sitting there, and I literally told God, God, you take apart and unravel everything I know about you. And that was scary for me because I did not want, you know, all I've, all, all since I was 18, 19 is what I knew was my relationship with God. Yeah. That's how I approach everything. And I still do. But at the time I was like, unravel everything I, I think I know about you and who you are and, you know, and what, what it's supposed to be. Yeah. And that was scary because I did not want to fall into a place of just, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I would turn the other way yeah. kind of thing. I did not want that. I just wanted where I was for God to just strip me of everything and teach me. Now, what the truth is, I remember that phrase, the truth is. I just remember that. And um, one day, 
we were riding up on 98. Me and my husband were headed to Hattiesburg. And I was telling him, sharing with him what I was feeling. And um, at the time, we were going to two separate churches, you know, yeah. but I just wanted to tell him because all of everybody that was influ influential in my life, they went to my church. Yeah. So how could I look them in the face and be like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm getting ready to leave, you know, or yeah. I need something different. Something is just not, you know. And I so it was all of it your fam like your majority oh, yeah. of your family? Oh, yeah. Yeah, my pastor was, well, is my cousin. Okay. So, you know, my old pastor. <clears throat> so, and all of my relatives, aunts, grandparents, you know, all that. Um, so, uh, I was on 98. And when I got, I, I remember being Keats because I saw the sign um, out the corner of my eye. And I was passing Woodlawn. And I said, I don't know what, Jay. I said, but I need the truth. I need to know the truth. Yeah. What is the truth? That's what I've been, you know. And so uh, fast forward a few weeks, um, my boss I was working for at the time, we, we were, you know, getting close and we were talking about church and everything like that. And she's like, well, hey, I'll come to your church, you come to mine. Well, I was in, you know, in transition. I was, you know, kind of trying to figure things out. And so I invited her to my husband's church. And she, she came there. We were all there. She said, okay, I like it. You know, it's not too bad. You know, yeah. she said, but now you got to come to my church. And I had no idea. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and so she said, Woodlawn. I was like, who? Yeah. She said, Woodlawn. I was like, for real? She said, yeah. That's amazing how God would just piece things. Yeah. Like you would think something in your mind and God would piece it together with. Absolutely. And listen, mind you, all of this understanding now, I couldn't have told you that story in real time. Yeah. Because it just, it was still making, you know. Yeah. And so now. I can tell you because just looking at the whole picture. And so uh, I said, okay. Walked in those doors. When I tell you, it blew me away. Yeah. I remember um, one of the first people, that it was one of the door greeters, and she opened that door and met me with a smile that I had never, like it was amazing. Yeah. The sounds that came out of there. I think that's what drew me because of the ministry of music in me. Yeah. And when that sound came forth, you know, from the praise and the worship, and it was just like, whoa. It was a moment. And so, uh, <laughs> this is crazy because I was sneaking out. <laughs> I was sneaking out Sunday mornings, you know, coming here. And then I would come here and I would go to my church and lead worship. You know, yeah, and it was like a. It, it, I needed a power source, yeah, because that's how drained I was, just trying yeah. to figure things out. And so I would come to Woodlawn to, you know, just enjoy their service and get that jolt that I needed. And I would go to my church and unleave worship. Yeah. And so, um, JJ wouldn't know the kids; they wouldn't know. I just come home, and you know, he was going to church. I was, you know, so he he woke up one morning, one Sunday morning before I did, and he said, "Where are we going to church?" I told him, flat out, I don't know where you going. <laughs> well, I'm going to Woodlawn. Yeah. <laughs> and so he was I like, don't know well, about <laughs> you, but that's where I'm going. That's right. So he was like, hey, well, get the kids together. And I tell you, that decision that day, God woke him up. God gave, put enough in him to inquire of what was going on yeah. to the point that he, because we weren't going to the same church for a year. And so God had to do, as he was just bringing me to this truth and understanding of, of God, oneness, that was, I had never experienced that before. Yeah. And teaching me all the things. 
So now I just feel like there is a, there is a, um, there is just, I feel like ministry is happening now because God has built something up, you know, from, from the first moment I got here. Yeah. So, yeah. So how, how long did, how long did you attend here before you, you know, in, or started, you know, inquired to Justin, Hey, you know, I, I may be interested in. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's another story too. <laughs> I worked downtown. I, I sing at home everywhere I go. Yeah. It's, it's, it could get kind of annoying to some folks. Or hey, I do the same thing. <laughs> so I'm down there. Uh, one of my coworkers' wives come in, and she heard me. She's like, oh, you can sing. Da-da-da. Okay, cool. And they went there at the time, at, here at the time. And so I was like, you know, no. And she kept telling me, hey, you got to go talk to Brother Justin. You got to talk to Brother Justin. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. No. So she drug me one Sunday up to the front and introduced me to him. And he's okay. You know, let's see. And he, you know, um, I came up. He listened to me. I don't think he was impressed. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't um, at the time or whatever. And I was walking down the stairs like, dang, I bombed that so bad. But, hey, it's all good. You could say no, yes or no or whatever. And, again, this was still while I'm trying to figure out where I'm supposed to be. So I didn't have to, you know, do music. It was just one of those things. I was like, okay, you know. And, you know, her hearing me home might have just been like, okay, maybe she can hold a tune, you know. So, um, I'm up here. He says, okay, you can come get in the choir, sing alto. I had never, well, I had sang alto. I knew alto. I had been around alto, but I was a soprano at my old place. Yeah. So that was the first thing God was doing. <laughs> it was like deconstructing even my sound, you know. And so um, I was in the choir two years, two years. Pastor had come over. I was uh, working at Raging Cajuns at the restaurant. And Pastor, um, I was doing something, and he come up beside me at the drink machine. He said, he looked at me. He said, you're going to sing on my platform one day. I was like, oh, yeah? <laughs> He's like, and he said it again. I accept that word. <laughs> he said it again. He said, you're going to sing on my platform one day. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. I said, I, you know, just humble. Yeah. You know, honored at the same time. And just like, I don't know about that, you know, because I felt like, again, I left that, you know, way back there. And so two years later, because I think that may have been around the time or whatever, two years. And Brother Justin asked me to sing for him again to just kind of remember how I sounded. And the rest is just, you know. Now, is that whenever you first let, like, that was, you you was leading the front line then? Well, <clears throat> when he asked me to sing again, you remember that Easter, that next, because uh, the Easter was like a few months later, and I sang for the very first time. I didn't even get a chance to lead line. Like, I didn't even get a chance to just, you know, do that. It was straight into uh, Easter. Sorry. Biggest service of the year. Right. <laughs> so it was huge. You're either here or you're you, out, you know. And I'm glad you said that because it was almost like, and, and this is just me understanding that now, you either here or you're not. Yeah. You either jump in or you don't. Yeah. Because he knew, I, I'm bad, I'm horrible with kind of going around <clears> the edges. <throat> horrible. I think, and I think that that you know that flip flops on the, mm -hmm. you know the lukewarm. Oh my gosh! You yes, know, hot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, God yeah. said, "I'd rather you be hot or cold." That's right. You know, he don't, that's right. You know, and I think that's that's what people. You know, so many people get stuck in the 
well, maybe I'll do this or maybe yeah. I'll, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, no, no, they don't, they won't put forth the effort to, mm-hmm. because, you know, like pastor, and I mentioned this on the last episode, you know, uh, pastor always says, you know, if you take a step toward God, God mm-hmm. will take a step toward you. Oh yeah, absolutely. You, know, you take another step, he'll take another yeah, step. Absolutely. Well, eventually, <laughs> I mean, you got to meet somewhere, Yeah. yeah. you know, yeah. and whenever, and I mean, all you can do at that point is turn around and start following God's will for your that's life. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's where I feel like I am. Zach, I, I can't tell you, these last couple months has been, I can't even really describe it. I can't put it into words. When God starts to orchestrate your you know ministry and starts to orchestrate um, your life, like, it's, there are, opportunities of ministry that I never thought I'd have. Yeah. You know, and I've had the opportunity and the honor to embrace people and to love people and to pray for people, you know, that I would have never otherwise done. I was content with being right there in that choir, sitting in the back in the corner. I really was. I was even more content to sit on the bench and just kind of, you know, because yeah. I came and I was like, I'm just going to sit back. I'm just, I just need to heal. Yeah. I just need to, you know. Well, you know, there's a time for healing and there's mm-hmm. a time for, yeah. you yeah. know, there's there's nothing wrong with healing. You mm-hmm. know, that's like I was talking to somebody at work the other day. I said, you know, you know, this this lady, she was explaining to me that, you know, her, her, her dad is a pastor mm-hmm. and her, her dad and her don't, agree on some things Mm -hmm. and so she was and I'm like well I was like look I was like I was like if you I said just because you you know you're at your dad's church don't Mm -hmm. mean you can't leave your dad's church I said you could leave your dad's church go somewhere for healing and then come back right 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 you know healing don't always take place at home Mm -mm. oh wow no. You know, that's like we have so many ministers here mm-hmm. that come from different places. And that's yeah. like I was telling Brother Daniel. To get restored. That Absolutely. <clears throat> that's something that I think Woodlawn is like top-notch in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's healing the broken. Yeah, absolutely. Feeding them milk, yep. feeding them meat, and yes. then putting them back on the front line. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yeah, it's like a, it's almost like a, a, a an infantry. Yeah. Almost. Uh-huh. You know, and, and, and we have fighters, we have, you know, people, but there is nothing like, like I said, I came here like wounded. I didn't know how wounded I was, you know, I didn't know how broken I was. I was a mess. You hear me? And so God did, he did it all. He did it all. And you know, you talk about infantry. You (laughs) You said you don't know how, you you never know how wounded you are Mm -hmm. until they drag you off the battlefield. That's it. That's it. That's it. You know, and then you're like. Yeah, you know yeah. where did all this come from? Absolutely, yeah. Because you you're so in the in the mix of the fight, you yeah. know. And I tell people, I used to tell people that sometimes, you know. And one thing I've learned here is community, and how important it is to to come to church and be a part of the assembly. Yeah. Because, you know, I didn't realize, you know, and I kept wondering why in the world am I going through so many trials? You know, when I was younger, when I was, you know, in my old place. And I just remember, because I would hold in so much, and I wouldn't talk about it. I just prayed through it best I knew how. Well, guess what? When I would get up on my feet after God delivered me out of one trial, I was staring another one in the face because I yeah. did not have the covering, like, 
You know yeah. what I'm saying? That community. I, I think that's something else, you know, with long exceeds in, you know, is is the push mm-hmm. for involvement. Push yeah. for involvement. Push yes. for involvement. And that is crucial. You know, mm-hmm. because that, that puts everybody in a place mm-hmm. of like sigh, you know, where I can I can sit back and right. relax mm-hmm. for a minute mm-hmm. and then get back in. Yeah, yeah. You know, not like get out. I know what you're you saying. Know, but, Absolutely. You know, and I think Woodlawn exceeds in that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That I just they know I, how to train they their do. soldiers. You know, they really do. Um, you know, because you know, generals they call the the different things. They tell you where to go, what to do. Yeah. And then you have that leadership under that mm-hmm. that helps those soldiers understand, you know. And then we as fighters or, you know, we go out and we fight. And guess what? They know how to, like you said, bring them off the field. They know how to do that. They know how to, you know what I'm saying, just continue to to minister and to refresh and just yeah. to make sure people are on point. You know, there is not one time that I have never, um, that I have, uh, like, my leadership, in music, even pastor, I was like, hey, I need to talk, and boom, you know, and not only just talk, but get what I need, Yeah, you know, in a moment, and, I, and I'm, I'm going to, um, you know, you asked the question about, you know, do I ever, or have I ever seen myself in any other ministry? Yeah. I don't know that this is necessarily a ministry, but I do feel that um, the ministry of, I don't want to say maybe teach or preaching in general as like that I've often, often uh, felt a word or felt like, you know, God has given me something to share, you know? And so, like I said, but, you know, music is a platform or can be a platform for that. So, you know, that's why I hesitated to even say that because like I said, I mean, you don't have to be yeah. in a pulpit. You could be in a grocery store, mm-hmm. but whatever that looks like. And and I think um, just humbling myself and and hearing God. Yeah. You know. And you know, I I think that's why you know, and that's why I wanted to do a series about ministering through mm-hmm. music because so many times, you know, I'm not. I won't say that you know, like Pastor Court Travis, mm-hmm. you know, the word follows, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, the. Yeah. The worship. Absolutely. You know, but so many times, you know, the the music, you know, a lot of people, they'll just sit there through the music, mm-hmm. you know, but David, mm. there was a constant, <laughs> he hired people yeah. Yeah. for there to be constant worship mm-hmm. all the time yeah. in the temple. Yeah, that's it. And I think so many times the worship gets... Uh, I won't say downplayed mm-hmm. or that, you know, that that's what sets the standard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. a lot of, th- I don't know if, but I don't, maybe just the way I see it, you yeah. know, you know, and you may feel like that, oh, I'm just doing this, right. you know, because, you know, that's what I like to do or, yeah. You know, that's what I that's what I feel like I'm supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but how do you know that you're not the person that could get up there and sing a song that could touch somebody's heart that saved them? Right. Well, brother, 
You know what? I, I I hear exactly what you're saying because some people do, like you said, just sit on worship and think, oh, it's just, and worship, it sounds so beautiful and it's such a beautiful thing, but worship is like, it, it, it could be two things. It could be beautiful and it could be just a, a beautiful, just um, worship and praise to God, but it can also win battles. You hear what I'm saying? Yes, it I'm sure I'm telling can. you. Because like in the Bible, he said, who shall we send? And they said, send up Judah, you know? Mm-hmm. And basically send up praise. Yep. And guess what? When they started to sing and praise, that's when the enemy started to they turn on each other. You know what I, I find <laughs> you know what I find so interesting mm-hmm. <clears throat> is that, you know, and this I don't know, I I've often thought about this, mm-hmm. you know, we lift up our hands during worship. Yeah. You know, well, Moses, yeah, whenever they were fighting, I I'm not sure if it was the Amalekites or and whenever Moses' hand would start to descend, they would they would start to lose. They would the start battle. to lose, yeah. and then but Aaron and her would hold their hold yeah. their hand hold his hands back up, yeah. and it, Israel would start to yeah. prevail again. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm telling you, that signifies your praise signifies victory. It does. It really does. You send up Judah. You 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 tell the enemy that we got this fight won. David, when he went out to meet uh, Goliath, he already said, listen, yeah. you coming to me like that, but I'm coming to you. In the name. <laughs> in the name. Do you understand what I'm yeah. saying? So it is, it, there is victory in praise. Sometimes we have, to, we have to call it, call yeah. it like we know it, call yeah. it like we see it, that God gets the victory and he fights for us. Yeah, you know? he does. So it's, it's not about us. It's not what we can do. You know? mm-hmm. It is about us giving glory to God. Yeah. Honoring God, lifting Him up, and let Him do everything that He's supposed to do. Yeah, I th- so many people get caught in the natural. You know, they mm-hmm. just see the natural yeah. side of you know the lifting of the hands, and yeah. and they think, oh man, what are these people doing? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but they don't yeah. see the spiritual side. Right, of it, right. You know that there's a spiritual battle Absolutely. going on behind. You know, you yeah. don't you don't know the weight right. holding them oh, hands. God. Yeah, you know, yeah, because yeah. the lifting up of hands signifies a surrender. Yeah. And 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 who? What else to tell God? I surrender to you, to let you fight my battle. Let you fight every one of them. Yeah. And as I, my hands are lifted and surrender, guess what? There is a praise on my lips. Yeah. And that is letting Him know you be glorified. Yes. You know. And so, yeah, man. Every 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 battle needs to start with, you know, a praise. It does. Like for real. Like, you know. I mean. You know, like I said, it could be beautiful, but there are weapons of war in our yeah, arsenal. There is. You know, that's, you know. that's like, I, and I'll give you another. You know, whenever the children of Israel was marching around the walls of Jericho, what did they absolutely. do? Absolutely. Absolutely. There was no need. They let out a noise. <laughs> just, just the noise. That's right. Broke that's right. down the walls. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, you know. God, God is faithful. I, and that's why I am so thankful that he, he's teaching me, you know, how to worship. He's teaching me what praise is. He's teaching me what a sound, you know, stirs, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, chains can break, you know, and what happens, like you said, with the wall, that was a wall that may not have been, you know, it may not have been walled around them as well. An individual wall, yeah. but that wall breaking that wall down 
it was broken for everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the wall was the only <laughs> thing that stood between them and victory. Yes. So it's like, you know, I'm going to shout and your wall coming down, their wall's coming down. Yeah. That chain is being broken, you know, and that gives them the opportunity to just know that, you know. And like you, you may never know, like your, your praise yeah. may, you know, signify to somebody else, hey, Absolutely. you know, I could try this too. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And, you know, just... That's what it is, yeah. Because, I mean, like I said, it's... I mean, you know, worship is... is it's the meat of, you know, yeah. my life. And the power of that worship is the Word. God has given me a healthy, healthy um, hunger for the Word, you know. Oh, yeah. And I've been in there lately... And it has unlocked so much. So it's not just the music. It's not just, you know, what you see, there's preparation behind yeah. those words and the songs and the lifting up of hands. There are battles that have been fought across the week that, you know, gave us the ability to sing, you know, yeah. the praises of God, you know, to enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Because it took that much for some to come in. And there may be a lot of people out there that don't know how to do it. They just don't understand, you know, because think about it. I mean, you know, when we first came in, we didn't know, like, all the different things. You know, we just knew that God was pulling us. We yeah. just knew that there was something about this that I need. And once God started to reveal to us things, it became, you know, so much clearer. So now we get to, that's why we have to do this with 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 power. We got to yeah. do it with authority and we got to do it understanding and knowing that again, it's not about us because at the end of the day, somebody's chains need to fall off. Things need to happen, yeah. you know? And so the only way to let that happen is when you praise him, he's going to live in that. He's going to abide in that praise. And he's going to come in and do what only he can do. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That goes back to that conversation we had one time about come see a man, Ooh. you know, come, Yes, indeed. Yes, you indeed. Know, I, I'm a firm believer, you know, that uh, God puts people in places and mm -hmm. things in our life or even like whenever people come here, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, that, you know, we don't know what they've been through. No, absolutely you know? not. Absolutely All you see not. is outside shell, yeah. you know, yeah. of just a human. Yep, yep. You know, I know whenever I came here, I was broken. I told Pastor Jerry whenever I sat down in that chair with him, I was like, look, Pastor, you know, I, <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know who the pastor was right. whenever I came. I asked for Bishop Carney, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh, I just told him that there's something missing, yeah. you know. And I, I was raised in this. Mm -hmm. Like, my mother was a minister. Yeah. My yeah. grandmother was a minister. Uh, yeah. You know, and yeah. so, like, I, I wouldn't, I knew the truth, and mm -hmm. I knew the way. Right. But. Finding the way, absolutely. You know, so many people they get. I think where that's where complacency comes in. Mm -hmm. You know, that they'll come in and they'll they'll get on fire and they'll be. You know, mm -hmm. well, it's up to you to keep the fire going. Right, you absolutely. Know, you God, do. God gives you everything you need, yeah, and tells you everything you need to know on how to keep the fire going. That's right. That's right. That's but right. you have to put forth the initiative to keep the fire. Yeah, absolutely. I'm telling you because, you know. And staying, you know, in the place. Yeah. You know, like I said, we, we cannot fail to assemble ourselves together. You know, because when I first started going, um, 
I was like, well, I can go Sunday. I can miss a Sunday. I can yeah. go a couple of Sundays, you know. Yeah. And I, I had a sweet, dear friend and her son um, approach me one day. And they literally surrounded, and it was nothing but God, because I had I had said to myself, well, you know, I have the freedom now. I don't I don't have to do anything. I don't have yeah. to serve. I don't have to do anything. I can just come and go as I want to, you know. But God knew that that type of like you said complacency would have destroyed me. Yes, I would have lost my family. I would have lost my marriage. I would have done, you know. And and most people are like, oh, come on, that is not that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. When you decide to, you know let those little things creep in it will mm -hmm. evolve into something that yeah too big for you you well, know eventually that line will grow up yeah yeah absolutely you know yeah most people oh it's just a, mm -hmm. you know it's just a cute little line oh it's just one mm -hmm. sunday here and one mm -hmm. sunday there mm -hmm. i'm gonna tell you I, I really i really never knew how and like this is you know from whenever i was working out of town i, mm -hmm. I never really knew how good you have it until mm -hmm. you don't have it. <laughs> Come on. You know, because yeah. I was, you know, there was there was a period whenever I was working out of town where I went 10 months almost without going to church a single Wednesday. Oh, you know, yeah. and that's that's like, you know, I, I was telling, I forget who I was telling, you know, there were, I was so hungry mm -hmm. again yeah. that I would literally just, I don't know. I would just say Jesus and start crying about it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I'd yeah. be riding down my truck, you know, down the road in my truck. Yeah. And Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it just, you know, you just feel your eyes fill up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. But he was, I mean, the hunger was still there. Yeah. And I just, like, and, and it takes me back to the scripture about, you know, be careful that your candlestick won't be removed. Yeah. You know, um, that's a real thing. It is. You know, it's a real thing. you got to keep something for God to light. Yeah. You know, even even if you get to a place where, you know, you just don't know where to go cuz I've been there. I've been, you know, before this transition of of ministry being so heavy on me. I've been to a place where I don't know what to do. Yeah. Like and that is a scary scary place to be. Yeah. Um, you know, and and there there's been there's been times here recently where mm -hmm. even even I mm -hmm. you know feel you know, you, you yeah. just like you just said. You know, you get to a spot. Oh God, where, where do I go now? Yeah. Do I even you have know? a place? Do I yeah. have a place? <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. But then you look at all the things you do, mm -hmm. and then like the I don't know. Yeah. It just. Yeah. Because speaking of a place, I'm gonna be honest with you. I wasn't sure if 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 I could. You know. Yeah. At my old church. No problem. I'd say, hey, I got a word. I feel like God is telling me on something. So yeah. Come on. Yeah, but understanding, you know, coming here now, protocol and different things, you know, and here's the thing, what you don't do is you don't assume. Yeah. I was assuming. I really was. And it was causing me to, to draw back one and then to hesitate. And that's, that's a bad place to and be. And see, also. whenever you, you start drawing back, you start, you set a brick here and you set a brick there, there and go. eventually your bricks turn into a wall. There you go. There uh, you go. Now you're. Now your steps back, mm -hmm. and you got a wall in front. That's of you. right. And now you're 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 uh, feeling like you know, but I gotta do, I gotta do. Yeah. But then at the same time, you're giving God all these reasons why you can't. Yeah. And He's like, no, I put you here, you know. And the, like the Bible says, my gifts will make room for you. Yeah. God's gifts make room. Yeah. And when I tell you, like, they are making room for me, like, yeah. and 
Zach, I am like literally the least. I don't like a lot of these situations. Like I am just so humble. A lot of the opportunities I've had to worship and to minister and to do the things I like. I oh, don't you do deserve a good job. No. Oh yeah, <laughs> but on. I promise you, I do not deserve yeah, none of to be deserve. in those places, you know, and doing those things. Yeah. And I am absolutely honored. And and so because I know there was a time when I was like messed up, yeah. you know, when I got here. I mean, you know, to have to ask God to unravel everything you know, and because I almost imagined me to be in like a limbo. Yeah, between that's God them, and this, yeah. and like, oh, that's scary. Well, that's that's one of them dangerous prayers there. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but God knew, and He He kept a covering around me. When I tell you, He that dwelled in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the, under the shadow of the Almighty. I promise you, that's exactly what He did. And when I when those words came off my lips in prayer, He covered me. And he literally put me in a place. And this church has been instrumental because it could have been a situation where, okay, you here, we love you, we're glad you're here, but just, you know, they could have taken their hands off me. Not one time did they take their hands off me. Yeah. Each place, each person held me, you know, until I was to the next place and the next place. Yeah. And now I feel comfortable with yeah. ministry, comfortable and confident to go forth, you know. And so I'm just waiting now. Like the yeah. Bible says, wait on your ministry, yeah. whatever that looks well, like. I, I tell you, whenever God opens the door, you can't be scared to go. <laughs> now that's going to be a negotiation. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, you know, pastors, whenever pastor preaches about the open doors, you know, yeah. don't, I, don't ever try to open a door that God closes. Mm -hmm. Oh man. Oh man. I, but don't ever try to close the one that he opens. Neither. That is true. So right now I'm, I'm, I'm literally content where I am I'm, I'm, like I said I'm studying my word I'm you know praying God has even changed the way I've been praying here lately yeah. this has been phenomenal like when I tell you he has been um, just equipping me that's the best word that I could, or the best phrase that I can say equipping me I don't know what that's going to look like like as far as like the different opportunities of ministry, yeah. where, when, how, all that. But I know that he is, um, he's doing some things. And not just for me. Like, there are many people. I just feel like God is calling his body into order. Oh, yes. Like, everywhere people are, you know what I'm saying? They're oh, yeah. saying yes. And he's meeting them at their yes. Yeah. He really is. So, I just, I'm glad he gave me a yes. Yeah. I really. <laughs> yeah. You got that right. So yeah, but um, I'm I'm honestly eternally grateful to God first, this church for the investment in me, um, for people like you that see something in me. Like every Sunday, oh, yeah. you always cut your uh -huh. eyes across, and I'm like, and yeah. Like, but you don't even know half the time God will have given me something, and you don't even know. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, all right. All right. So, you know, just just all things. I mean, I am I am eternally just extremely grateful. Well, I tell you, it makes it it makes it easier for you to believe in yourself when other other people believe in you right. also. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because then God, you know, just starts to, you know, give you all the little you know what I'm saying? Yep. You know, and it still blows my mind like when I 
been studying something across the week. I get here Sunday and pastor preaches it. Oh, yes. I'm like, oh my yes. gosh. Yeah. Because it, it, it further, you know, helps me to know that yeah. Netta, you're in the right place. Yeah. In the right time, doing the right things. Just keep yeah. going. So, yeah. So. I certainly appreciate you being on the show. And I thank you. Absolutely. This and it is was good. way easier than you thought. <laughs> It's never easy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but but it's it's because I like talking about yeah. this. I love talking about ministry. I love talking about Jesus. I love talking about music. And that, you know, I just I just stay in my lane. That's yeah. that's basically it. <laughs> so And I would like to thank you, the listener, for joining you. another episode you. of the Verse That Changed My Life podcast. Oh yeah. I, <laughs> I told Daniel I'm a, like I wanna do a group. From Hey, you know, get a group of folks. Hey, yeah. I just want to be in the room. Yeah. I don't even got to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to talk. No, you can have headphones in too. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, yes ma'am.